When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscape, it's welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and we've got a pretty great one uh, coming up. We're going to be looking forward to 2022, kind of looking back at 2021 uh, with our good friend Kate Crusoe. Uh, Kate Cornell, why did I call her that? Um, Kate Cornell, uh, she was on our fantasy panel at LA Comic Con, and I actually got a text being like, hey, where's that fantasy panel? Okay, so the pan- let's talk about the fantasy panel real quick before we get into the Geekscape. Um we went to LA Comic Con and let's just talk about that Saturday. Y'all know now that I proposed on that Saturday and I was a barrel of nerves. And I showed up to the fantasy panel, the very first panel of the day. And um, I had the recorder. I plugged it into the uh, board. I was going to record the fantasy panel. There were a couple things that were still up in the air. Matt Kelly was late getting to the, it's not his fault. <laughs> Matt Kelly was late because of Shane getting to the convention. And, um, you know, when he got there, he helped fix the sound setup that I had done. Uh, I had rushed to do it and wasn't able to test the mics, wasn't able to test the recording. The fantasy panel was great, but the recording of the fantasy panel was a victim of that kind of rushed gig. So sorry, a little rusty on the, uh, live panel recordings it's been a year and a half since we've done those things at least a year and a half because of the pandemic and going back to convention so go back in the feed i hope you do enjoy some of the live panels that we did at la comic con there was a really great one on like bad mcu characters it was a great geekscape live obviously the giancarlo esposito panel and i uh he and i talking that was a really good one but the fantasy panel of which kate cornell our guest today was on that is a fatality and it stinks because we had some amazing guests on there on that panel and uh i'm just gonna have to bring them all back on a geekscape one at a time to talk to y'all or maybe all together maybe we'll just recreate it uh we will be talking fantasy today we'll be talking about the witcher season two we're gonna be talking matrix resurrections we'll be talking cobra kai season four we're gonna keep the spoilers out of this conversation we'll probably be talking a little bit about the video games we played over the break what we enjoyed 2021 what we're enjoying and uh looking forward to in 2022 there's a lot to cover so i'm glad you're here the chat is active on facebook twitch twitter and um youtube so throw your throw your stuff in the in the chat and be a part of it it's active matt kelly's already in there saying uh escaped the geekscape all caps and this would have never happened if shane left at a human time for the convention yeah matt i know you it wasn't your fault that we lost the fantasy panel uh you did what you could but it was it was just too late it wasn't your fault uh and matt says i'm excited for kate to eventually have a wrestling podcast on the network yeah no uh, we're adding a couple shows to the network here in the next month or two uh that's the adding a show uh siren right now you hear it yep that siren airs that, that siren goes every time that we're adding a show to the network 
So every 13 minutes, uh, according to Matt Kelly. And uh, real quick, we got to get to this episode, but Derek just jumped in from Vancouver and says, has Shane ever left at a human time for anything? Uh, I'm going to roll that back and say, has Shane ever performed anything on a human level for anything at any point? Um, We may want to check and see if he is a human or not. Okay, let's get to Geekscape. I'm actually going to run this back a little bit with a little bit of nostalgia with the theme song. I hope you all enjoy this. This is not the Geekscape theme song you're about to hear. This is a theme song from 2006 of the Jonathan London show on Adobe Networks. I, in preparation for the live show that Katie and I did, uh, thank you all for that. Um, That's also on the feed. Uh, Go back and listen to it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I found basically everything I've ever created for Geekscape, Geek Drum, and the Jonathan London show on Adobe Networks. I found like the treasure trove of nostalgic podcasting stuff. Uh, So I'm going to start bringing it back out here. Uh, Why not start right now with this theme song? The normal Geekscape theme song will be back next week, but here we go. Enjoy this little walk down memory lane. Pirates of the future, sail spaceships, fire robots aboard, robot spaceships. That was fun, right? The Jonathan London show. None of you ever listened to the Jonathan London show, but it's cool. My friend Tom Tom Adobe in 2006 gave me a short-lived show on his network that mainly features like punk bands and bands like that. And Adobe's been doing great. I've seen, I see one, I saw one of their billboards, digital billboards in Times Square. That was a cool moment for Tom. Super uh, big fan of theirs. And I wish them all the success, but between Geek Drome and Geekscape and all that stuff, I couldn't keep doing the Jonathan Lennon show. But my friend Chris Merritt made that theme song, and I recently found it in the archives and was like, I like that song. I'm going to play it for you. So that's a probably a one-time only on that one. We're going to go back to the old-school Geekscape theme song. Uh, and I also threw in the Geek Drome logo. If you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, you got to see the, the old Geek Drome logo, which I'm now calling the Geekscape Forever logo. Um, pretty sure we're going to make those into t-shirts and those t-shirts will probably be available at uh, hopefully at San Diego Comic-Con 2022. Hopefully we're back in person at San Diego Comic-Con. I don't see why we wouldn't be knock on wood, uh, but we'll be back at the booth. We've already paid for it and I want those shirts to be uh, for sale for y'all. Okay. So come to the booth. Maybe we'll just throw some shirts away and be like, here, you have a shirt. You get a shirt. You get a shirt. I'll do an Oprah. All right. That's enough, Jonathan. We got a lot to cover today. So let's not hesitate. Here's my co-host, Katie, who you last saw Ooh. on the live show. There's Katie Elsa Esser. Hello. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm editing that live show. We shot it from multiple cameras. Those of you who watched it on the live stream for Big Brothers Big Sisters, thank you so much. We raised over $2,000 for Big Brothers Big Sisters, specifically Liam in New thank Jersey. You. That was big. Uh, yeah, we had a 15-hour live show. Or 15-hour live stream that culminated in the live show, and we just had fun. But if you watched it and you were like, hey, the, the stream doesn't look that good with the live show, we shot it in three cameras. HD. I'm cutting <laughs> that together right now. It's it's a bit of a bear, but I've been cutting at it here and there, and uh, we're going to put that up on the Geekscape 
uh, TV YouTube page. So be looking That's for that. Awesome. I, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see how terrified I was to just sing in front of people uh, <laughs> in HD and three I did camera. a little audio sweetening. No, I didn't do any audio sweetening. Oh, please do. I did, I uh, no, didn't don't. Need that's very kind of you. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited to do more, you know, with the, all the stuff that's going on with Omicron and all the, you know, things shutting down. I I can't wait to perform live again. And I have so many ideas for so many fun things and bits and sketches and stuff. And I want to get back on the stage, man. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Katie, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, we're, ju- we're just going to, like you said, like, we'll just see how the pandemic goes yeah. and kind of duck and weave with that. I have plans for another Geekscape Live. We have a date or a weekend scheduled for another Geekscape Live, but it's all going to depend on the pandemic. I'm so grateful that uh, we made it through LA Comic Con, Geekscape Live, (laughs) as Omicron was starting up. I went to Austin for the holidays and I immediately went and got... Got the nose swabby? Well, I got... Yeah, I I tested and came out... You know, I tested for, for COVID and got negative and then I got hit by cedar allergy and I started playing a game for a week called allergies or COVID. And if you hear Isn't me that on the left, la- yeah, if you listen to the Hawkeye special, the Hawkeye yeah. season one special, that's right before this, there's like, I'm hitting that mute button like every couple minutes because <clears throat> I'm just coughing like crazy like that. That was my impression. Yeah, that was your, that was, that was what a cough is. Uh, there was a yeah. lot of muting going on there and I had to edit a lot of the audio. So apologize yeah. for that. Geekscape is, I think it's a great episode. If you finished Hawkeye season one, go back and listen to it. And there's some Easter eggs Ian points you towards, but uh, not the happiest with the audio. Um, and some of, some of that, my performance was, well, you know, feeling sick least... as a dog and I never got COVID. Like I, I tested and never got COVID. And no, I get it. I get it. I had that, I had that cold that went around for a little while there. Um, uh, last, I don't remember when it was, but it, yeah, no, after all of all of that, it was like, come on. <laughs> it's yeah. Like I'm swabbing my nose every other day, but Hey, here's the good thing about that episode. At least you have the actual episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel bad about that fantasy panel. And uh, yeah, and it was a good panel too. And Kate's amazing. Kate's amazing. And y'all are meet her here in a second. Real quick. Uh, there's a Facebook user. Uh, if you're on Facebook, this is what I learned. If you're on Facebook, we're not going to know who what you're who you're who you are on Facebook when you enter the chat unless you go to Streamyard and link your Facebook and give it permission to access your photo. Is Otherwise, you're going to show up like that. Yeah, you're going to show up like this. Oh. Facebook user says Jonathan needed a hook up stuff during that Hawkeye special. Yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. I did, so solid. Fun. I did. It was it was hard to get through. Uh, on my behalf, because I was like, I'll be fine. And then there wasn't enough water in the world to keep it's me from coughing. the worst you know, when all you need to do is speak for like an hour straight and not cough. <laughs> and you have that yeah. tickle. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. And Matt Kelly also says, if you're in the Geekscape Forever group, which you should all join on Facebook, that specifically is how you end up with Facebook users. So if you don't want to give permission to stream, go over to the Geekscape page on Facebook and chat there i don't know or just or watch on twitch w- or youtube <laughs> go to, go to geekscape forever on you or geekscape tv on youtube we want to know who you are so we can shut you out yeah, yeah yeah yeah. do that do that all right that's enough let's talk to kate and let's bring her in here because she's a part wait of this conversation to hear you say kate and katie all day long <laughs> it works it's fine it's fine kate how are you hey, kate are you muted kate's muted let's unmute uh, her i, I unmute wait you have to unmute yourself. I did it. I figured it out. Oh, you, you <laughs> unmuted, you muted yourself. <laughs> nah, she did it. 
She did it. it yeah, I tried to unmute you. and I got this little warning that said, you cannot unmute the guest. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> no, no. It's actually cool because what if Ian had like unmuted me while I'm like coughing? Coughing. <laughs> I was like crying. That would have been the best prank like, ever. Yeah. I, I blame Wilson Like Fisk. remix the Hawkeye podcast. <laughs> uh, Kate, how are you? Doing You've been good. good. I haven't We're seen good. you since the panel. Uh, uh, yeah. That was only three weeks ago. It's been a pretty packed three weeks, but oh my god, it's been no, three it weeks. No, LA Comic Con was early. I don't remember. December. It was this... the live show was the three live weeks, two two weeks yeah. ago. Live yeah. show was seventeenth, and then yeah. So I haven't yeah. seen that's crazy since the fantasy panel that y'all will never hear. If you want to hear it, I'll put it up. It sounds like so, some people sound. I think we should fun. just redo it. It sounds completely echoey. I think we should just have a reunion. And then some people. Some people. <laughs> Matt Kelly, it was a month ago today. Thank you for keeping track of our calendars. Today. Whoa, Matt Kelly that. does keep track of our calendars here at Geekscape. And he said tomorrow he's working with Charlene from Big Brothers Big Sisters to nail down the live stream for next year. Great. Geekscape never sleeps, baby. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, Geekscape does a lot of charity. And, um, and why not have the man who is our charity case run the charity? No. Nope. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I love that we opened this up by shitting on Shane and <laughs> then shitting on Matt. <laughs> no, listen. Matt posted a picture. He did that, you know, that 10-year challenge where it's like you show a picture of yourself 10 years ago out a picture of yourself. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm going to find this thing. Sorry, oh, you're going to actually pull it in? <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Matt's 10-year uh, challenge. Matt's racing to me to Facebook to delete this. Right. While we're yeah, searching for this photo, that I am a big, big fan of Kate's shirt that says Care Morin on it. Um, well, it's not just Care Morin, it's Care Morin Phys Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like a focus of this season of uh, The Witcher, like the yeah. whole training Huge. thing. Which apparently, um, did you know this? They actually shot that in the summer. So all those wintry scenes where they're all decked out in all the heavy clothes. (laughs) They started filming earlier and then Henry Cavill got his hamstring uh, injury. Because he he does all of his own stunts. He does. And it was during like the weirdest. Sorry if you're listening, Henry Cavill. I love you. But it was like the dumbest way to have an accident, which is he was running through the forest. And I think I figured out which (laughs) episode it was. But he like was running through a forest and then just tore his hamstring and then they had to stop production. I mean, That's he's crazy. like jumping from like pole to pole. Like he's doing all sorts of different crazy stunts. He's doing so much. And the fact that he pulled it while running in the woods is kind of the best thing in the world. <laughs> it's so good. It's just I've only, like, good job, guys. It humanizes him. <laughs> I started watching episode three and I stopped when they bring the young girl over to like the wipeout course. And I was like, oh, the witchers have a wipeout course. This yeah. is awesome. They have it's a like course Witcher. for, like, yeah, it's like a medieval wipeout course. And they're like, yeah, it's either yeah, a wipeout course. I had to like tell my mom or... what it was. She's like, what is that? I'm like, obstacle course. Like, witcher <laughs> obstacle course. Mm. And then like Siri kept like getting hit. And she's like, that's me every day. <laughs> that is, that would be a really good meme. <laughs> me it's back so at work good. after the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> there's one where it's like another meme I'm, I'm noticing online where it's like just the guy diving headfirst into the snow like, <laughs> the yep. version of that i actually well, in, the only oh, reason sorry, i'm here is because of yeah, how much right. i love the witcher so i'm like gotta milk it yeah <laughs> caitlin a few weeks ago was like can i come on and talk about the witcher can i come on and talk about the witcher i said absolutely you can come on and talk about the witcher just leave I was me alone hoping, during christmas girl just leave me alone i was hoping <laughs> to watch the witcher 
<laughs> in time that COVID's coming back, uh, in yeah. time no. to talk about it, but I've only gotten through two and a half episodes. I love it though. You know, so uh, season one was told out of order and I hadn't read any of the books. So some of that stuff was like, okay. Oh, I had to remember like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had nicknames for all the characters. Of course I did. Um, you know, like, okay, I'm going to sound like a piece of garbage, but the, I I don't know any of their names. The only character whose name I know is Roach because he's the horse and I'm down with Roach. (laughs) Good horse. And it's Uh, the good thing. Here's the the spoiler for you. Every horse is named Roach. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm Geralt has only one name. So that's all you got to remember. I I thought you you were going to say that. And I know Roach. Okay, cool. Uh, the (laughs) good witch or good, good. Um, is she a wizard? What is she? Is she, is she the magic sorceress. user who the black haired one? Sor- the sorceress. Yeah, I call her hot or not. Uh, okay. She's hot. Yeah. She's beautiful. She, she's stunning. She's also from but Harry she, Potter. But, but she was. I didn't watch yeah. the Harry Potters. She but was a I got you. Uh, she's awesome. Incredible actress. What she did with going from the stable maid to where she is, like by the end of episode season one, and you see that transition, and then. I'm starting to Wait, are you, talking, are you talking about pictures. Yennefer or are you talking about yeah, Yennefer? Yennefer. Oh, okay. Yennefer. Totally not from yeah. Harry Potter. No. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> and then I call the magic princess Kirsten Dunst. Got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she's awesome. Cirilla. She's awesome in this princess show. Princess Cirilla. AKA yes, awesome. Cirilla. Cirilla, who I also called Cesparilla. <laughs> That's also She's good. awesome. And I'm sure she would respond to it. I like the show. The show's good. It's just what, so, what it, is it know, about the name? Is it the, so are the, is it just like it's with so much time before the first season that like you couldn't remember or the first season was told out of order and you had to kind of puzzle it together in your head and I loved that I thought it was really cool how you have to puzzle it together in your head and you're like oh that took place before this and that that's great um, and it covered so much ground aggressively that first season this one's told in temporal order and it's in you know and I'm enjoying it it's cool I just haven't had time to watch all of it yet and the uh, cool thing is like yeah. even though it's told in temporal order I feel like they they still have a weird way of filming it and and making you feel like something is is some something's out of order but it's not time so they mm. have they're doing a really cool thing with Katie you finished it Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can I'm trying like not to spoil anything, but it's like it's, <laughs> it's the, really hard. <laughs> but but there are some cool filmmaking techniques that they're using to kind of um emphasize certain stories uh in a different way. Like this is definitely a magical storyline, this is definitely like a weirder storyline, yeah. and like and and kind of like blurring the line a little bit, even though they're like, We're in temporal order now. Yeah. Um there's definitely some cool character reveals and how they're doing that on screen is really interesting and how yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Oh, that was a yeah. good one. It was like, was finally, because I mean, if, if you played any of the games, like Siri is a total badass. Um, and yeah. it was so nice to see the start of this. Um, yeah. Badassery, yeah. I'm also trying to avoid spoilers too, especially for <laughs> Thank you. But it's like there's so many different. Like, there's a pretty big storyline for Yennefer in this season, and it was not something that was in the books. It was not no. something in the game. But it, the way so Lauren Hisrich, which she's the showrunner for right. Witcher, phenomenal. Um, big fan of her. Uh, she's yeah. amazing and such a huge geek for the Witcher series. Um, she talks about like the differences of like 
what reads on the page versus what reads in film and how mm. they wanted to do that storyline. And I, I just thought it was such an interesting take on everything and what great ways to see how cool Yennefer is in some really dire situations. <laughs> and I, there's something that happens to Yennefer that makes her, it, it's, um, Everyone and one of the one of the, the the third episode title is what is lost, and I think there mm-hmm. is a, a a big through line of every character at the end of last season has lost something big to big. them, even if they don't know what it is yet. Um, a lot of those reveals of what they have lost um, are in episode one, uh, which is called the Grain of Truth, uh, <laughs> which is one of the most famous stories in Witcher. Um, Witcher the book series started as a bunch of short stories. Um, so a grain of truth also why they kind of designed the first season as that sort of disconnected timeline because I mean these especially Yennefer and uh, Geralt they both live very long lives so they have just like hundreds of years between them yeah between the the two of them so it made sense in my mind the the whole time distortion of the first season she was actually inspired by Dunkirk to do that time hopping that's when she saw dunkirk when she saw dunkirk her her first thought was i can do the witcher now (laughs) and and i don't think three storylines told in different temporal speeds and dunkirk was impressive but i i think that here it really works because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of more connective tissue much more you see overlap and in dunkirk it felt it's a little harder to discern yeah yeah, that was a christopher nolan movie where i was like i wanted 30 minutes on the front end of this thing for anyone, and here's what I say to people who I, had trouble with the with the um, the first season because of the the time jumping. There actually is a meta joke in this season about that, so yeah. I, I'm really happy that they acknowledge that. <laughs> I laughed um, so hard. I had to that. pause, Katie. I had to pause my screen, and there's I just couple, had to like. There's a couple things in here. A yeah. couple jabs. <laughs> a lot of jabs. Great. But uh, Netflix had a really good, like, a recap of season one. Mm-hmm. And I honestly just tell people, watch that recap. Start start with season one, episode eight, just to get the Battle of Sodden. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you can start with Witcher season two. Yeah. Like, okay, so that's like a separate... Is that something they put up on YouTube or is that actually in Netflix? It's in mm-hmm. Netflix YouTube thing because they did yeah. a whole like recap of season oh. one just for because it's it's been a year ish. Yeah. So they, so they kind of helped like people. a trailer. Um, yeah. I think it's in the trailer section in Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I like it when someone shows up and I was like, oh, that's the dude who did the thing. that. The, oh, that's the woman who did the. the OK, I, I know where we're at here. There's a great um, meme. There's yeah. a great Witcher meme about like, you know, the, that's the one where like people are sitting back and sitting back and then get excited. And it's like <laughs> when Geralt shows up and everyone's sitting back, and it's like when Yennefer shows up and everyone's sitting back, when Yaskier shows Skier up shows and everyone's up. like, ah! and he doesn't show up for a minute. And it's like, oh, I, and like when he does show up, I'm like, I completely forgot about this character. That's the bard? It's the yes. bard. But yeah. he did show up in a, there was a lot Dandelion of. Dandelion in the books. I, and yeah, and Yaskier is Polish for Dandelion, so that's why they made the name kind of more in the world. And he did show up in his signature purple coat from Witcher 3. <laughs> I was very happy. So yeah. my game over the, the break was, because I, I work a lot, um, I work a lot on set, but when I'm not working, I am dreaming about Witcher Wild Hunt. Witcher Wild Hunt was the game that got me into gaming. It was my game. Whoa. I had watched my brother play Skyrim. I had mm. watched ex-boyfriends play Fallout. And 
I just didn't have a game. Like I was just like, oh, it's cool to watch. And oh, it is cool. I'm but fascinated like- that Witcher 3, because Witcher 3 has a pretty in-depth and complicated HUD. Um, so I'm very interested to know, like, was it because you were watching your brother playing Skyrim and like all these very in-depth like inventory logs and things like that that got you into Witcher 3? Honestly, like the inventory logs were harder for me. And it like yeah. it took me a, a hot minute. Like it took me like halfway through Novigrad to be like, oh, yeah, potions are the shit. Like, but the good thing is, like, you don't have have to get with the cool thing about The Witcher 3 is like you can do things one bit at a time. You know, unlike Final Fantasy, for instance, like you don't have to master everything at once. You can just go into Mm -hmm. combat or do signs for a little bit. And then like you start like you want to play the game. Yeah. And and, and the amount like the amount of stuff in, in Witcher 3 that uh is now they don't have access to Witcher 3 as a IP because they're going off of the books. So a lot okay. of these these uh, episode titles are book are story titles. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did put a little bit of a, a giant um, Witcher 3 uh, Easter egg for the game fans. And it was very like very blatant. And I, and I was just like, I'm so into it. Are and we it's talking pretty, about a certain character? Or? No, it is a prop in Care yeah. Morin, which is the second episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they walk by, they have a pan across yes. the two swords. Oh, I yes. call that, yeah, and you see them parallel in chains. Yeah. I call that, I call that sequence the Hollywood, the Planet Hollywood sequence. It is the Planet Hollywood <laughs> sequence. <laughs> yeah, was, I turn to Heidi and I go, do you ever go to a Planet Hollywood where they have props from all these different movies? Yeah. Like, that looked like the care board and like Planet Hollywood wing where they were yeah. like, oh, this is the room where we have props. Right. And he, you remember that scene, Katie? He talked about like yeah. the first Switcher and they, you have the suit of armor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Derek says Wild Hunt is the greatest Goat. of all time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we have but a, the, fir- the, the one on the top right. where the the cross guard is this way is oh. the viper sword, and Got then uh, the one with the uh, cross guard that's straight uh, that's twisted is Geralt's sword, that's and right. those are the first ones that kind of appear um, on the on, on the lock screen. screen. Holy ah. shit! Well, that was the nerdiest thing we ever had on this podcast. Say <laughs> no way! You are your home. <laughs> your home. This is where you've always belonged. I just I this feel is, it. I this feel... is your home. It's like no, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an anonymous Facebook three. user says you could easily do a whole podcast just on first great games. Yeah. And you yeah. said you said Wild Hunt, right? It was like your first big game, uh, Katie. What would you say yours was? The game that you're like, uh, it was honestly the original Zelda on NES. Um, but what really, like, really, really drove me in was Ocarina of Time, um, hmm. dude pretty pretty Good. basic on that one but so good <laughs> no i would stay up like late late at night uh playing and then like i would dream about the puzzles and stuff um oh god those games and my mom it i remember <laughs> so my mom and my dad were divorced and still are um but <laughs> my my sister came <laughs> over to take me to my dad's house and it was so funny because i was playing and um she's like katie we have to go we have to go to dad's and my mom shouted, she's almost through this temple. Let her get through it. Because <laughs> she was so That invested. strengthens your bond right there. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go as the original Sonic. As the oh, game. Nice. I, that's, the, that's the one I saved my money for. Like, saved, I was like the one that didn't come out on Christmas or anything. Yeah. Jonathan had to save all his money and allowances and mowed lawns to get the Genesis and Sonic. And I was so impatient that I got the Genesis before Sonic. I got it with Aldred Beast just to be like, I'm going to be ready. I'm, I want to be ready with yeah. a, like a, a 
you know, because I don't think Sonic, when it came out, was an, was going to be a, a, a packaged title. I think it was just going to be a separate game. So I, I wanted to be yeah. ready with a catcher's mitt for when Sonic showed up. I was so excited. Speaking um, of which, yeah. um, new Sonic uh, teaser trailer came out for an open world Sonic. How are you feeling? Uh, did you did you like that? Did you enjoy that? Yes, I have trepidation because, like, uh, you know, when when uh, that open open world ish. Sonic came out on the Dreamcast. I thought it was going to be like my ultimate game, especially coming out of like, like I enjoy the stuff that was on the the Sega Genesis, the Sega CD. Like those are great Sonic games. Mm. And I feel like that first Dreamcast game was so much of a stumble. And we'll see how Sonic is treated in 3D this time around. I have my hopes. So, I mean, I'll get it. Those last sweeping shots looked so gorgeous. Like Breath of the Wild style. I keep thinking to myself, like maybe Sonic is just a 2D thing. Because I think Sonic Generations was great. I think some some of the fan made stuff that they got adapted by Sega officially was awesome. But yeah. I'm really worried about it. Will I get it? Yeah, I'm gonna oh, try. Yeah. I'm, oh, of course, I'm gonna get it. Like, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. David Wilt over on Facebook says one of the games I remember playing that was hard to beat is The Legend of Zelda. Well, mm-hmm. you were playing with power now, so you had this, <laughs> you know. But David, you were now playing with power. So have it inside you're also you. playing with like a better translation likely yeah. <laughs> where the English is actually full sentences <laughs> well we've we've aged ourselves here with, yeah. we, you know, <laughs> we've all kind of said what generations we're in True. Um, I'm looking forward to it and of course I'm looking forward to the movie I, that was like the last movie I saw pre-pandemic was Sonic in theaters but and, also uh, was anyone else wait. like confused mm-hmm. at the end of that trailer at how Idris Elba's voice made them feel because I was. I never. Because I was like, oh, this that is makes Sonic me feel. Trailer. This is a Sonic trailer. And then his voice came out of this like little thing. And I'm like, no. Yeah, but it was Knuckles. Knuckles is Knuckles. I was so. Why like, am I feeling yeah, this way? Go ahead, Idris. Stop it. <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> the Kaidnas, the, the, the are they pronounced Kaidnas? Like, where, where do they live? Because are they like, what country or what part of the world? Not part of the world. I, I think it's a different in? world. No, no, right. the echidnas, like, like just in Earth, like, like hedgehogs, oh. like, like, where does an echidna live? Like, is it native to like New Zealand or something? Because I think maybe, like, if it's native to like a New Zealand or something, it should have right. like a New Zealand accent. But you know what? Idris Elba can do whatever he wants, and I'm okay with that. We're, we're living in his world, and if he wants to play Knuckles, I think it's great. It just reminds me when I went to Nick Scown's uh, holiday. Okay, the day after, two days after our live show, Katie, my friend Nick Scown has been on the show. He released a film this year. Uh, too soon comedy after 9 11 uh it's oh, wow. available on youtube if you go to the uh to youtube search you can bar too... and YouTube. it's awesome well it's like it's like spike <laughs> it's like spikes tv it's not spike tv it's uh i forget who put it out Something produced. Um, yeah it was awesome and it's a really good documentary it's got a lot of awards this year so i was over at nick scown's holiday party and everybody's talking about the screeners they're getting and it's you know it's one of these like holiday like, like hollywood brunches and everybody's like oh what screeners did you get i thought this was amazing i thought this was great i thought this was awesome i'm always feeling left out of like kind of out of place at those sure. things and somebody was talking about idris elba and they're like <laughs> oh he can do no wrong i was like i know and he's playing knuckles the echidna in the new sonic the hedgehog 2 movie and i can't wait Meanwhile. If you want to kill a conversation, like that's how you do it. Because I was like, and no response from the adults. Of all, I also love the fact that, like, it's like, oh yeah, Idris Elba playing James Bond. No, he's playing Knuckles. Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Give it to me. 
I mean, need it in my veins. That Western Vein movie he was in was so good. I really enjoyed like that. Like a nerd and potion. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> um, I see that. But like, if you're in a group of like snobby film people who don't play at least a little mm. bit of games, that's that's on them. I don't want to be. You know what? I I was like, no. I, that's right. I, I became the SpongeBob meme, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna head out. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Jim Parker, he cleared it up for me and says, "A kindness." Or Australian, or echidnas, or how you say it. Or I had kidneys. no idea that this was like a name. I was thinking this yes. was like how, it's the, like, a like what Sonic's like, That's so cute. like ethereal like being no, the, species was. That they're I was like, real what? animals, and understand no, that I middle knew, school Jonathan went crazy. I was like, I need to learn everything about them. That might be the nerdiest thing that's ever been on this podcast. That no, no, no. We've been around. No, no. We just celebrated 15 years. Do you, like, please. Do you have any other animals that you thought were fake but turned out to be real? Like, I thought narwhals were 100% not real. Did you really? Because they have I horn. Le- yeah. Yeah, I legitimately thought that they were, like, fake. Uh, okay. And then I was like, they're the unicorns of the sea. They're, that can't be real. I don't know if this counts, mm. but a lot of the uh, – and this is weird because I knew that – in Shang-Chi, when they went to the, the mystical land, mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize, like, I knew that a lot of those were folk, Chinese folklore animals, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that, like, most of them were. And so the the nine-tailed fox came up, and I'm like, uh, you a Pokemon in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what a, happened? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like Katsune, or it's got yeah. a name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, 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 that was my weird, did. nerdy deep dive. Everyone's celebrating Shang-Chi, and, they sh- and it should be celebrated because that is a huge milestone of a movie. But mm-hmm. I was on my phone going like, what is this, oh, this, what <laughs> is this <laughs> folklore <laughs> animal? And why, is there so cool? by, <laughs> why is there a Pokemon? Why is there a by Shang-Chi? Uh, Chris Robinson says, they ain't real animals. He collects coins and is blue. No, no, he's <laughs> He was real to me, damn You're it. He was real to me. Okay. In middle school, that's all I had. Christopher I Robinson, had do you don't have a heart? Christopher Robinson, heart. do you not have a teddy bear like the size of your knee? Jim, pa- like Jim Pagranelli comes back. Jim Pagranelli says, oh, echidnas are also egg-laying mammals like the platypus. I want to see that in the movie. I want to see, see that, that in the movie. I, I, wanna, I want to see Idris Elba lay an egg. <laughs> Mm. Well, I don't know how to it. feel about that either. No, if he lays an egg, if he lays an egg, here we go. If he lays here an egg, o- Oscar nomination. That's not nice. I'm so sorry. If he lays so an sorry. egg, Oscar nomination. You hear it here first. Uh, first, hey, can we get back to the fact that Matt Kelly is our charity case, and this is what he looked like ten years ago? Um, okay, so, 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 uh, I'm not. I'm not giving up on this. Okay, so here's Matt Kelly. Recently on the 10 year challenge. Sorry, Geeks Gabus, if you're listening to this on the podcast the next day, this is going to be too fun for you. I'll try and describe the pictures in detail. But if you're listening, if you're watching this, uh, and you should be watching this, we, we love doing the show live. Um, here we go. Here's Matt Kelly recently um, as seen on I'm Facebook. Here's a, that's a, you know what? Hey, that's a pretty good photo. I yeah. took it when Matt was in town for LA Comic Con. We all went to good dinner. Mode. And I and I use my portrait mode to take a picture of Matt Kelly. What a handsome, handsome dude! Handsome what a those glasses guy. look okay. really good on you. Matt yeah. Kelly Michael is Kel- a good looking yeah. guy. Keep in mind, like I think Geekscape's good for you on a physical level. I think it's good for you. It, it helps you. It helps your happiness, and your happiness makes you yeah. better looking. Because this yeah. is Matt Kelly. Here's Matt Kelly ten years ago. <sighs> okay, here <laughs> is well, here, here's what I call. Uh, Stop the steal, Matt Kelly. That, no. <laughs> here's here's Matt Kelly. When I first saw this, yeah. I thought that was maybe Shane. 
Um, when I first saw this, I was like, was this 10 years ago or 10 months ago on January 6th on headed to <laughs> Washington? Like, which Matt Kelly is this? He's got the goatee. Huh. He's got the Oakleys. I think I argued with this guy on Twitter about whether or not uh, the pandemic was a hoax. Like this guy, <laughs> this is a different Matt Kelly here. So this is 10 years ago, Matt Kelly. Uh, we love Matt. He's like a young brother. He's like a, he's like my brother. Also, and the so shirt's wanna, not spelled right. No, I just want to tell y'all like Geeks, Geeks, <laughs> this is physical, visual proof that Matt that that, that Geekscape is good for your health. Because that was a Philadelphia yeah. Flyers shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it a Philadelphia. Yeah. It might have been folded. Yeah. You know, he took that on the train down to Comic Con. That's actually Matt no, Kelly's smiling. Put that photo up again. They, they ain't no H. I believe it. I believe it. I was looking that close. Matt, I'm sorry. The ladies want to see the photo again. (laughs) Philadelphia. Oh, doesn't it have Matt? That is not a fold. There's no a. There's no the second H in Philadelphia is not there. Uh, Matt, where'd you buy that shirt? Did you buy (laughs) that shirt coming out? It's like one of the shirts you buy, like when you come out of the arena. When you come out of the arena and they're like selling shirts, they're like, hey, my, it fell off a truck. <laughs> I don't know. Or it's the ones that like. Hey, the... it still worked because two out of three of us didn't catch it. I didn't notice so, it. Yeah. It still worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And looking at this Matt Kelly, does he give a damn? Nah. This Matt Kelly gives no, that's the, zero that's the, F's. That's the, uh, the, the action hero look away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's a sweet story. You want to see this? That's actually on the train to San Diego. Aww. Matt Kelly saying this on face on YouTube. After you surprised me by flying in my parents for my birthday. Oh, I love how that's a sweet story sweet. about you. Story. <laughs> well, I'm a nice guy. It's a very no. You know what? If it if it didn't involve me, it's still a sweet story, right? Yes. And that is Matt smiling right in this photo. Uh, there he goes. Uh, Facebook user says, "Hey, Kenny Power vibes right there." Oh, yeah, you do have Kenny Power vibes. Legit. Uh, 100% Kenny Power vibes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Kelly says that that shirt was a going away gift from a family friend, and we noticed it was misspelled when my mom took that photo. So, uh. yeah. yeah. It's good that your family friend had a. Is it a going away gift or a getting rid of gift? You tell me. I don't know. I don't <laughs> it know may have Matt. been. <laughs> I miss Matt Kelly. I know. Miss that Matt Kelly. He was yeah. great. Ellie Comic Con. Kate got to meet him, and I, I guess did. y'all are talking about doing a wrestling podcast in the Geekscape Network. I'm the last to learn about all that stuff. Matt's like, I just you were there. That. Was that a real conversation? Was yes. that a thing? That, okay, okay. I don't know because you know sometimes Matt talks to these people, and he's like, "Hey, we're adding a uh, we're adding a podcast where they review nachos," and I'm like, "What? Okay, like I don't know any of this stuff." I, I will it, still it, be on that podcast. Please it hits the pod, It hits the network feeds. I didn't even know you could do that. I look oh, up. Matt, let's just review food. <laughs> I look <laughs> up. Nacho and podcast. There's like podcasts on network, and I'm like, podcast. I'm like, Matt, what the hell is this? And he's like, It's our new podcast. I'm like, Okay, that's fine. As long as it's I got a cute you. banner, that's all I care about. Yeah, it's got a cute banner. It's got it's good. I think Matt Matt is looking healthy these days. All right, Matt, congratulations, buddy, on the glow up, man. We love you so much. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the glow up, like 2022, are there stuff that you're looking forward to? Let's talk a little bit about what are the things that is like the most anticipated geek release of 2022, or do you have like a geek New Year's resolution? And Mm. this is something I I pose to the Geekscapists as well. 
Um, if you're in the chat, go ahead and let us know what your New Year's resolution is, or the maybe the release that's being uh, that's most anticipated for you. We talked about the Sonic Open World game. What are some things that you're looking forward to in 2022? Go for the it, Batman. Yeah. You're looking forward to the Batman. Oh, yeah. The Batman. There's just oh, there's not enough Batman movies. Yeah, there's, there's not, not enough, enough Batman no, movies. But that's why they put the the in front of it, just to make sure it was like the one. Yeah. This is the Which Batman. Batman are you seeing? Which Batman are we on? The. 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 The Batman. Okay, because I was going to get confused with the 15 other iterations. Because here's my, here's my secret fan theory, which is not so secret anymore. I think they're going to combine, which they kind of started to do in the comics. I think they're combining Riddler and Hush. This is, ve- this is a very Hush acting Riddler in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and what I've heard from the movie, people who've seen previews of it, is that this is basically Saw with Batman in it. Like, this is very much a horror movie with Batman in it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if you're not a fan of child endangerment, they're all horror movies. Like, if you're actually well, caring about a city's well-being, they're all horror movies to me, because the last thing right. that dude does is fix Gotham City. That dude's an asshole. He's like, look at all this money I have. Not going to put it in the right gonna places. Gonna right I'm going to build a mm-hmm. fucking tank. <laughs> I also think pay. it's going to be a really interesting story. It's hard. I I read a really interesting article about Batman in one of the newspapers that decided to do geek stuff for one day. Oh, um, I know it was <laughs> weird. Our geek issue. Yeah. Well, it was because they, they were tying it into how do you tell a Batman story when they're so he's so connected to the police. He's um, now a cop. Like, yeah, I read on um, there's a Twitter thread. Where yeah, yeah. Said, hey, how, like how do 39, do, 40. Yeah. How do like, you all do these, all this stuff he had was cool now cops have this stuff yeah or it's how do you do a, a story um in a in an environment that is not as pro cop as the 90s you know yeah. what i mean right yeah because i mean that was that was the whole like fun of like batman in the 90s was that like you had the fun like I'm gonna say it like the Schumacher ones? style, like like yeah. all of the bad guys like were cool bad guys, you know. Um, yeah. They weren't grungy. Like, well, they, it's a they little, little too 1960. Commissioner was Gordon like 19- was like the police department was like kind of okay, and right. even in like the Christopher Nolan one, like only like one cop was like the bad, the bad cop. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every but, everybody but the- was like kind of like. Morally geared towards good, and then yeah. Um, but Batman then himself is a cop. Yeah. Like in 1940, when this character came cop. out, yeah, he like Definitely, he was like, yeah. oh look at these smoke bombs, look at these zip lines, <laughs> right. look at this like anti riot gear and my bat tank True. and like all this stuff. Cops have that now. Like he just yeah. turned himself into a cop without repercussions. That's basically Batman now is a cop that doesn't like listen to anybody. And, and I think that uh, this the Batman is going to address that in the terms of like not everything is how you think it is, and I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really kind of liking that as a Batman story, and it kind of puts Batman and Gotham on blast. Not yeah. the um, sure, yeah. So I'm excited for it, and I think I, the actors are really cool. I was I'm cynical so about it what the... until the Zoe Kravitz trailer, the Cat in the Bat trailer. I was kind of I was very cynical of it. I was like, guys, I don't, I'm exhausted of this. And then when you got a little bit of the love story, when you had uh, a bit of the plot and mm-hmm. how they they're really integrating the Catwoman storyline in there, I was like, oh, 
I like the love story. I also, go to Batman movies for the love story. Anyone who uses the trailer song Something in the Way by Nirvana and remixes it, I'm like, okay, <laughs> legit. You're legit. <laughs> Matt Kelly says, Batman is just a cop that doesn't listen to anybody. So just a regular cop then? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, there's something to be said for that, Matt. Yeah, uh, I mean, you 10 years ago doesn't agree with that sentiment. You, I mean, the, 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 uh, Blue Lives Matter, Matt Kelly, on the, on the way down to San Diego Comic-Con doesn't feel that way, but yes. Also, oh, uh, isn't uh, Across the Spider-Verse coming out this year? Oh, that's the one for me. He's, Across yeah. the Spider-Verse. I think it's October, September. That's the Which one. Which is really hard for me not to say it without going Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to start singing the Beatles. I, you know, and it's part one. So I'm super stoked that we're getting two Across the Spider-Verses. Yeah, and that was a cool while we're talking cool. about Spider-Man, let's see what is happening with the video game. Because, you know, Katie and I are going to jump co-op on that Miles Morales, Peter Parker team up. Heck that video yes. game hits if it hits this year i'll right. be over here playing witcher 3 but i will support the hell out of you <laughs> what system yeah. are you on oh i'm on an xbox heck yeah this is also my fourth playthrough of witcher 3 <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome that's well amazing. because i'm doing the okay sorry i'm gonna go back go um i did it all the way through at, for yennefer all the oh. way through for tris and then mm. i went back a third time um to do some of I did I didn't get Cave of Dreams because I forgot about it. I did there was like some there were certain quest lines that open and close if you you know at certain times. So I was trying to get all the hidden ones. Gotcha. Okay. And then CD Project Red and then everything got so much harder and I stopped. <laughs> no, Skeletor's honestly don't worth admit it. that. No, Skeletor's worth it. And if Intel you need me to come to so the giant for you, I will. Wa- I will hold your hand and walk you through it. I got you. No problem. No but problem. in Skellige, there's a really saying. cool quest where it's called Cave of Dreams. It's it's okay. awesome. But okay. um, Katie, CD the Project only Cave of Dreams Incel Bot knows is the one outside of Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> Duncan, how much of Witcher Three have you played through? Zero. But exactly. let me tell you, when it gets hard, <laughs> I, nope. Okay. First, no. How about this? How much of Skyrim have you played through? Oh, I played through Skyrim. Through the entire thing? Yeah. Skyrim's fun. I started my Which own ones? playthrough of Sky Skyrim just to, you know, have something yeah, to talk to my it. brother about. And I have a cat person and his name is Sir Mittens. I'm not going to go back <laughs> that, and play as well. I just want everyone people. to know the <laughs> level I'm at. <laughs> fair, fair. fair. <laughs> like, I don't want to make my own character. His name is Sir Mittens. <laughs> I think in the last 15 years, have you not played through Skyrim through some game system? And like, I played it late in the game. I played it on the Switch. Ooh, that's a very wow, late that port. is late in the game. That's wow. a late port. That's a very late port. Um, but but like they it. worked hard to make sure you played this damn game. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you want it on your Apple Watch? Like they worked hard to make sure you weren't missing your Skyrim. Right. I played it once through on a PC and then I played it in VR, and that is a whole other experience. I don't even know. I think that's the way to play it. It's hard, it's hard with the spells, but when it comes to like sword and shield, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> Katie, didn't here's they my do Nier's Fallout resolution. in VR? They did. They did Fallout 4 in VR. I um, couldn't... New Year's resolution. 2022. Katie, right. you can't be saying video games are hard, okay? We got attacked by a <laughs> digital terrorist during the live show. <laughs> <laughs> incel bot our very own ultron came and attacked you <laughs> doubting your gaming prowess and you cannot leave yourself up for attack again katie because like this dude he's having it out for you i don't know if you listen to the live show but incel bot attacked us on stage and said you're not a real gamer so you were saying that things are hard that's not in your vocabulary in 2022 katie. <laughs> 
Um, Fair enough. Also, but just throwing it out there, Katie, because I feel like you would appreciate this. Go ahead. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is coming out this year. Dude, yes, absolutely. <laughs> because that was actually one of the games that I, I played um, over the holiday break. And I'm still playing a little bit of it um, here and there. But I really liked the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, game. It's like Mass Effect, but with more fun. Oh, <laughs> like I heard it's politics. great. I haven't I heard it's even th- heard of that. Yeah, so it's um, it, it's it's not as open worldy as Mass Effect can be. Got it? Can can be. It's still a little bit more on the rails, but um, I think the voice acting is amazing. Um, I think the jokes are really funny, and um, the action's very fun. And cool. I'm not really one for the like like I have to make my team go do this while I go do this, and I shoot this while this person I direct this person to go do that. I'm not huge is that on that. Real time like, strategy stuff. Yeah, it's a or little bit, but, like t- it's a little more team management. But like they've That's truncated cool. it to be um, just sort of not button mashy, but a, a, at least something a, a little bit more, or like like changing the stances within uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's a little bit more like that. Yeah. So okay. oh, that, I um, love that stuff. That stuff yeah. is so much fun. Yeah. Did you yeah. play like uh, the new Avengers one? And then I go this. I haven't played the new Avengers one yet. No, um, I would start I've, that. I've, yeah, I don't know, Katie. I hear such bad stuff about that game, especially I, from the Geekscape Games podcast. I keep hearing Geekscape bad things about Games it Games podcast <laughs> is like Square is supporting it, then not supporting it. Then Square is like changing the prices on things, and then they're changing like and they're nerfing stuff, and like it sounds Ugh. very messy. I don't know about and that. I don't know about I, all the. T- I I just I know I had fun, and my roommate yeah. had fun, and it Good. was nice to. It was a it, it was a completely different Avengers storyline. Yeah. So to okay. to play through. After going through the MCU and going back in a different storyline, I yeah. thought was really cool. Also, Miss Marvel's in it, and she's great. I do yeah. love that. Do and so. Spider-Man is coming or hasn't come to that game yet? I know he's part of a new release. But listen, I get all my news on that game from Geekscape Games, and, and you should too, Geekscapists. But if it doesn't say Insomniac on it, I'm going to wait for the, the critical consensus. And the only one that really passed the mustard for me was the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Because okay. at first I was like, why isn't this a multiplayer game? Why can't you play as anybody but Star-Lord? And then when I started hearing the reviews of it in the comparisons to Mass Effect, I was like, this game is one that I want to pick up for sure. I like it. That I will. Great. You've convinced me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel well, like I've, put I've been down like, my Witcher sword. <laughs> And go into space. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man, that Insomniac Spider-Man Two is going to come out very oh. soon. Oh wow! Well, maybe not. Insom- and uh, really good Spider-Man yeah. games. I'm very. Uh, and the Wolverine game they announced, Katie. That Ooh. looks great. I'm. I mean, by all we got was a trailer, like but it was great. <laughs> yeah, there's like two seconds. <laughs> we want it. But I uh, want it. I was like, ooh, that I want. I want that. Um, but yeah, speaking of games and things that I'm yeah. looking forward to in the new year, um, Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West has been yeah. on my list for forever. Um, and I, I'm guessing I, I don't know this for sure, but I just I feel like I'm gonna need to get a PS5 in order to do that. <laughs> I've been holding off on getting a PS5 Same. for as long as I can, especially since I just started playing games over the pandemic. But yeah. Like, I thought I was, like, I was hot shit, like, doing, like, Xbox One. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, going through. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Even, like, like the controller. growing on trees, either. So I think that's saving us, too. That's the other part. Like, like, because, you know, I mean, we'd have it. If if it was, if it was, like, attainable. Oh, Matt Kelly just added a podcast. podcast (laughs) Every time a siren Uh, goes by, Matt Kelly. Even if they were attainable, like, 
I mean, we'd have them if they were attainable. We totally right. would have spurged on those during the pandemic, but luckily right. they're harder totally. to find. But I did just get a, a graphics card from my amazing boss. Um, so nice. well, send it to Shane. Send it to Shane. He'll bring no, it No, I won't. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. But no, no, no. Uh, first of all, don't know if it's compatible. Yeah. Second of all, uh, I'm very excited to put it Neither in. Neither does I Shane. To, I meant to add it in today and uh, ran out of time um, for various reasons. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited to at least just reinvest in my PC gaming too. Yeah. Uh, Facebook and, user says, "Will we see Breath of the Wild 2? You know, I don't think we will. I want it. I want it. That means we're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I mean, we're going to find out at E3. I think right. by the time we get to E3, we're going to know more. And if we don't hear about it at E3, that's going to be at earliest a first quarter 2023 game. Right. Uh, but Jim Pelgrinelli says, "Hey, we have more MCU streaming series yes, coming our way. Yes, we got yes. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. What else?" We got we got Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. The ones that are filmed are She Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and then we got the Armor Wars and stuff like that coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secret Invasion. We talked about all this stuff on the last two specials: the, the Spider Man No Way Home and Hawkeye specials. If you want to go back in this feed, there's spoilers all over those specials. We're trying not to spoil things here, but if you go back to those specials, there's gonna be spoilers all over. So you've been warned. Right. Go uh, also, them. we have I think Andor's coming out this year on the Star Wars front. Yes. Oh, I'll watch that. I like that Cassie and Andor story. Yeah. I like it a lot. And Are we got that first getting... episode of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Boba Fett, so I'm really excited. That's probably okay. going to be after this podcast. I'm going to eat eat pie mm-hmm. and watch Do it. it. No, I, I recommend it. it. Um, uh, Jonathan, have you watched it yet? Yes, I've watched it, and um, and I, I mean, listen, I'm going to stay optimistic. There are people who are critical of how he's arguably a good guy in this series, and that I'm like, hey, listen, he is. As much a good guy as I believe the Mandalorian was a good guy. And there's right. a lot of comparisons to how they're treating that character. Mm-hmm. And they're like, did they just turn Boba Fett into the Mandalorian where he has a moral code? I always thought that his code was financial. And that's how it was in Empire Strikes Back. I think his one flaw was he didn't check to see if Han Solo was blind behind him. Uh, but <laughs> I I like him. And I love that, that uh, Tamira Morrison's playing him. I like everything that they're doing about it. Robert Rodriguez, who I love, is the director of this first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Johnson he directed the episode where Boba Fett uh, appeared in The Mandalorian yes. in season two. Yes, mm-hmm. where the child got abducted, uh, abducted. Yeah, and that was a great episode. <laughs> no, he got abducted. It, like, that was a great. That, yeah, that was a great episode. Other than like all these amazing combat strategists don't decide to keep the high ground. But whatever, <laughs> the whole thing is, I enjoyed that episode. And yeah. I enjoyed this episode. Or that he doesn't put his little, his little pack back on. Was, so he has to know, like run up that hill. The whole thing with Grogu and that episode specifically, I think it was five or six of the last Mandalorian season two. It's like, yo, it was five because six was my favorite episode. You got the high ground. Why are y'all running around with the rocks? And what like, do we know uh, about the high ground in terms of Star Wars? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I just saw that the comment high ground. that Derek put in the chat. And I'm really <laughs> mad at him. You have the high ground. Uh, uh, yeah, Derek is like, surprise, you're getting a higher Warriors drop, Katie. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Enjoy that this year. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to watch Boba Fett, but I watched season six of Queer Eye instead. Oh, nice. Yeah. The oh, one in God. Austin? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I I got through the second episode and then I couldn't stop bawling, so I stopped. <laughs> that's <laughs> I the like, one with the so keep going. That's just the, like that's let the it, one where she is like not supported by her parents. Yeah, and Heidi then, was watching that because we'd just gotten back from Austin and it was like, oh cool. I was like, oh, I'm watching yeah. it over her shoulder, being like, oh, I missed my home already. 
Aww. I do love that it's also become Mark's show too now because like he he was like yeah let's let's watch another one. <laughs> like, this is how we got you on Great British Bake Off. Uh, yeah, Matt Kelly says good call. I just finished crying through all ten episodes <sighs> today. So here's a question I have for people who might know more than me: um, Are we getting Willow this year or next year? Ooh. I don't know, but. What did they say anything about the Disney Plus celebration? Like when no. during that Disney Plus celebration, no, they didn't say anything. No. They showed that that behind the scenes, and that's about it. No, no. that's why I'm uh, dying. I'm just like, what? Uh, you can't just do that to me, Disney. You can't just like be like, we're gonna. These all here's all your dreams. But yep. <laughs> Jim Parker only says the high ground ain't everything. Jonathan, one time Luke had the high ground, and Vader just threw a lightsaber out of and knocked Luke's dick into the dirt. <laughs> Jim, let's replay that, that though. He actually cut some support pieces, beams. some support beams, and knocked. Then that is what knocked Luke's dick into the dirt. If you're saying <laughs> like dirt in Cloud City, like I think yeah. dirt. What happens to dirt in Cloud City? Like you just brush it off the edge and it falls back to whatever <laughs> gas planet is in beneath you. I don't know how that works. Like it'd be pretty easy to like get rid of dirt on. Don't you think Cloud City like? I don't know. You got one of those mouse no, rays running around li- like a Roomba. Does anyone else live in Los Angeles? There's fucking dust everywhere here. I know, but we actually but have. We're ground. also not floating. Uh, we true. have ground. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> all you got to do is like open the floor, and you've cleaned your room. You know, it's been a while like, since I, I lived in a cloud, um, so it's hard to tell. We should ask Kirby. I just honestly. thought that's where you were shooting your uh, podcast area from. <laughs> this is from the cloud. I, I, just, I didn't it. know you weren't in the clouds. That's where we is. <laughs> just mentally. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Chris Robinson, one of my favorite geeks, gave it, says, my girlfriend was just bawling over that second episode. Oh, yeah, your girlfriend? Episode. Yeah. You were bawling. Oh, I'm not questioning the fact he has a girlfriend. He was also bawling. Chris Robinson was bawling. She's like, are you crying? He's like, no. No. Sure Helen can admit that <laughs> Just, on you know, I hope that Angel does the deadlift. <laughs> Chris Robinson, <laughs> incel bot is watching you. Christopher uh, Robinson, thank you so much. I, you I'm go. sure you're an amazing human being. And here's a quick And I'm here's, sorry here's, here's for a, using your fodder for. <laughs> clarification the dick in the dirt was in Jedi, Jonathan. It's an expression. Oh. It's an expression. Where's it, it an is? expression? Where's dick the expression? I don't think we were before. actually saying it was literal dick in the dirt. I think it was, I was. We metaphorically. I was yeah, saying was. that he I was saying that Vader like spun it and yes. then cut his dick off and that, yeah, the the, the, he, you think he only lost Which his hand? Which honestly no. is a great <laughs> Drop like, that dick strategy, into the back dude. to tank. Could you imagine? I need some back to like they like reconstruct (laughs) back to reconstruct. Like just you see a bunch of Jedi with like under back to underwear. You know we're gonna have to ask Caden Christensen when he comes back for that Kenobi series. Which oh yeah, Kenobi's coming out. That's right. Don't get too excited. Maybe there's a back to there's a dick in the back to scene. Love it. Where he's like, I need to reattach it. I need it. Also, Uh, at the end of Witcher, this is the only spoiler I have because the trailer is now out. Um, sure. they announced as part of the expansion of the Witcherverse, Blood Origin. Yes. And if yeah. there's that much footage to create a trailer, Netflix needs to freaking tell me what weekend I have to like not <laughs> talk to off. anybody, block off, and like, no, this is mine. My weekend. Yeah, My I Blood Origin it. weekend. You know, the, we run a, a support group for addicts. That's what no. Geekscape is. And uh, we love having... It's just geeky addicts we love, all over. You know what? That's all it has ever been, Katie. Geekscape's well, always said, just been like, my name is now. Jonathan, and I am an addict. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. I don't drink. 
I don't do drugs. What was your lowest I do all low? Of this stuff. My lowest Low, low. Lowest lane. Come on now. <laughs> my lowest low. My lowest you know what? Lane. My lowest cannon, low. My lowest low is forgetting the lowest lanes line in the in our song at the beginning of the Geekscape live show. I could. I was like so. I had like one stanza, uh. and I was like so in my head, and I was like, I think we're at this point. I don't know. Mm. Very. Bolt T says, "Are we going to get Incel Bot is watching merch? Yeah, maybe. Incel I also appreciate computer, maybe. Christopher Robinson's comment above it." Oh, I got yeah. dust in both my eyes. You, sir, need to live in Cloud City where you can get rid of the dust, dust just by free. opening your floor. All right, love- pal. Oh, man. I'm not um, crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people got f- not. I don't want to say fooled because I'm going to go with the narrative that I was going to quit Geekscape during our live show. And yeah, y'all you a lot of people. convinced me not to. Oh, people who like knew I was about to record a Spider-Man special. Thought that I was quitting Geekscape <laughs> that night. Derek Cranavelt. So Ian Kerner? <laughs> Derek Cranavelt was like, wait, is Jonathan really doing this? Big Yanks in Long Island really thought I was going to quit Geekscape that night. And you know what? Uh, no, no, no. Let's let's fix the narrative. I was going to quit Geekscape that night. But all you good-hearted Geekscapists at the end did your little... Uh, Peter Pan clapping fingers or whatever the heck they do with Tinkerbell dies. <laughs> they, they all clap and y'all clap. brought it back to life. And you brought clap. me back. <laughs> So, they just they just gave you sentimental sappy video me, and yep, uh, and then the modern day version of the Peter Pan that's is everybody clap your hands and that's what <laughs> we happened. All did that. But if that you, you know, I think I like those Geekscape lives because we get to do a little bit of a narrative that we don't <laughs> do here on the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bolt T says, "Are you going to talk about trolling your audience?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, yes, that is what I did. I trolled. We trolled the audience, and currently Matt Kelly's like, "Yes, thank you. Troll anybody but me, please." <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Matt break. Kelly says he was ready to take the reins if I uh, left Geekscape. Um, yeah, no, yet another reason why I can't. Uh, all right, let's talk. I mean, this this episode is just gonna be long. Geekscape is too fucking bad. like. If if you're like, no, you got to keep it to an hour. Sorry. Sorry. Not today. Uh, I watched this movie that is kind of controversial. A lot of people were like liking it, not liking it. And Katie said she enjoyed it. She didn't understand why, but I enjoyed it. And I think I know exactly why. We're talking about the Matrix Resurrections. I enjoyed um, it This as Matrix well. Resurrections. Holy shit. 100% I am, of this podcast. I'm neither here nor there. Resurrections. I'm neither here nor there on the, re- on the Matrix like ever. I thought the first movie was great groundbreaking just like it was but mainly yeah. like an effects thing with a traditional narrative that uh, can you take it or leave it the sequels i watched that second one and i got about an hour into it and i was like this is no good and then i didn't even watch the third one so i was not stoked Fair. about this fourth one because i didn't right. i just the sequels were not my bag so i start you, watching you this never, movie you literally never watched three never watched three where spoilers of like 20 years they die yeah go for the it end. Uh, they die in the end they crash yeah. the I, I only know that because there's scenes of it yeah. flashbacked in this okay. one okay. and yeah. they sacrifice yeah. themselves to free right. people i'm guessing in the matrix in mm-hmm. the third one and i'm watching this movie and the lena wachowski autobiographical stuff in the first half is so great and so fun. I am loving having a director, a filmmaker, a storyteller talk about their experience of coming back and making a sequel 
and making, I mean, from the call out to Warner Brothers to yeah. the game designs parallels yeah. to also the every first time part of it's phenomenal. It's also the first time in the Matrix universe that it was the Matrix was a real place. I loved it. It was never I in a. It was that. always a nondescript city, which is good for a video game. Oh, Matt Kelly so, just added another podcast. Another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably about the Matrix. He probably um, sent you an email saying, "Let's do a Witcher podcast." Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't even tease <laughs> me, girl. Yeah. Matt, there you go. That's a free um, I would rather do. Yeah, the, the I would rather you it was do a Witcher podcast than wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I loved the. Yes, you're right because it yeah. was a nondescript, like dark city in the first one. But here we got yeah. San Francisco. There's a. And I feel like it gave it, even though you learn later that this may be the Matrix, it may be not like ver- like a digital version of them, yeah, and not the real version of them. Mm-hmm. There was still a lot of weight to it, and yeah. Karen Moss's character when he rediscovers her, like there's still weight. They they're just unplugging and going into the Matrix will sacrifice this reality that actually, like I said, just had a weight to it, and and I loved it. I think th- it was so much fun to listen to Lena Wachowski comment about where she was in her life and how the matrix had affected it Mm. in the autobiographical nature. The first half of this movie was so awesome. And it then kind of turns into a little bit of matrix matrix action fun towards the end of it. in the second half and I'm fun. You know, that's fun. Like it's an impressive production, but God, that first half of this matrix movie was so fresh and so much fun. And I understand why some people don't like it, but come on, like let a movie be something else. It's interesting that you call it fresh when it was very, very on point with every part of their theming. It's like, yeah, we're going to tell you exactly what themes we're discussing. We're going to tell you what we think about them. We're saying it out loud and we're going to say it out loud and we're going to put it at the forefront. We know that this is a remake. We know that this is a sequel that no one really asked for. It's but it's we're resu- it's literally we're resurrecting this franchise almost to kill it again. Like this is I feel like this is going to be it. But how we talk about originality, is there such a thing as originality? And I think the analyst was a huge part of is it original? Really cool. Yeah. The the analyst was such a, and the analyst is it's the only a- one to use bullet time. Yeah. It was a yes. remastering of something that made the first Neil Patrick so Harris's famous. character. Deja vu mm-hmm. um yeah. being an actual cat. And being like a pet. And honestly, like my favorite scene in that movie and even like um, him working on the game binary and having the trans metaphor just out there. Just binary. Everything's binary. And he and Trinity have to be together. They are two sides of a whole. And I loved that. I thought it was. I thought this movie felt incredibly personal. And that is what I loved the most about it. It I feel that way one too. of those that like I cannot wait to rewatch. Like there's so many movies that I'm like, I'm glad I watched it. Never again. Um, like don't look up, which is what I thought you were pumping this whole story up to. And I was like, oh, I, I was nervous. About- for a second. I, was- <laughs> I was like, are we talking about don't look up? But no, this one, I'm actually I'm really excited to go back and rewatch because there's there's so much I feel like I missed just initially just because I was kind of blown away. And like, I think the tweet that I had sent out uh, earlier in the week was, you know, I can't wait till somebody smarter than I can explain why I liked this so much. <laughs> That's what you wrote. Like, and I was like, no, Katie, this no, is no, you're no. getting it. You're getting it. <laughs> 
Katie, it was just like, Katie, it was so don't... like defragging my brain. And I was like, what is happening? This is okay. cool, but I don't understand. Marcos was... Pena on YouTube says it has a Gremlins 2 level of meta humor. Mm, I yeah. agree. Jim yeah. Pagarnelli said, I love the new Matrix. Much stronger character driven story than either of the sequels. Agreed. Agreed. Very Agreed. much. And Very uh, much face- so. the Facebook user says, contact the doctor if your resurrection lasts more than two hours. <laughs> it did. Funny. It's two and a half hours. Well done, and Facebook user. Jim well Pagarnelli comes back and says, also, is it clear? To me, it's clear to me how much Agent Smith wants to really have sex with Neo. Rewatch it if you don't believe me. That's just no, Jonathan Groff's face, everybody. That's, That's just Groff's face. I love Jonathan Groff. I love I Jonathan Groff. I love Jonathan Groff. I was so I glad think he that, was in this. So uh, my little fan theory from the – and it's a, it's a very pervasive fan theory – was that Agent Smith was supposed to be Neo and not Neo. Um, okay. Because there's a lot of like – He's in the, he's born in the Matrix, which mm-hmm. Neo had to have been born in the Matrix. Thomas Anderson's not born in the Matrix. He's harvested. He mm-hmm. has the ability to bend the Matrix to his will, which Agent Smith does. And it's when Agent Smith in the third one re-enters the Matrix that the Matrix mm-hmm. resets. So, like, there's a right. lot of, like, pieces of the Matrix that, you know, it's it kind of fits that, like, they kind of took the, the story away from Agent Smith. He kind of became this weird little side character because the analyst became the analyst. More the, the yeah. Um, but I think my favorite part of this movie was Trinity and that she was, uh, we never saw her, her matrix life. We never saw her blue pill life, but we, we saw a little bit of it. It wasn't ever from her perspective. It was like, oh, we're in a coffee shop. From him observing her. Observing. Yeah. But it it was was like, oh, that seems like hell. (laughs) Anyway, there was a lot of aspects of her life. Um, and it was very. It came out very much in that co- in the actual scene in the coffee shop where they're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I f- I felt seen as a female creator mm. in that dialogue of Explain. the you know how uh, um, she has all of these interests that are not just being a mother. She's a mother. She works on motorcycles, and she sees herself in this game. Like, doesn't yeah. that look like me? I, I played your yeah, game. And her husband laughs at her. And her and, husband laughs at her. And, and Matt she MacGyver wanted to hit him. Says yeah. Trinity's character arc was, I hate my husband and kids. I will leave my husband and kids. And I couldn't disagree more. When no. she says, I wanted to kick him. Yes. I, w- that, I thought that dialogue was so good that she's so like, powerful. my husband, my husband listened to one of my dreams, listened to my thoughts and laughed. And yeah. worse than that, I laughed too, which showed the erosion of my character right. and gives her something to fight back towards. The reclamation of her character, and how beautiful. And, and that towards the not, end of the movie, she is. To me, she's the one. She's, she's empowered. The one. She, but she's she's the one, and I think that it has to do with belief. It's Neo wasn't the one because he was. He was the one because Trinity believed he was. Believed yeah. There and then the know, opposite is true for Trinity. For her. Yeah. For her. And it's about so, the belief in a person that makes them who they are. I'm and, sorry, Matt MacGyver. I love you. You're a longtime Geekscape is from the OG from the beginning. <laughs> but when you say Matrix, Matrix Resolutions really blew me, blew me away and it, that it was so bad, it made me appreciate parts two and three. I'm going to say, listen, Oof. no, no. Dude, Oof. I turned that crap off. That's okay. You can be wrong. It's fine. Uh, yeah. And then and, and, and Matt actually has Matt has a great point though. He says two became one and they were the one. I was like, okay, I can yeah. see. Again, so of course that and, binary and it, it's they. argument. Yes, yeah, they. It's the oh, they and the. Is the they. Yeah, it's the they. But <laughs> they pronounned right they, up in that matrix. I but like to it. to Cole's off this Trinity thing, it's she had all these interests and she was more than than the definitions of her character, but she wasn't empowered by any of them. And I think mm-hmm. in a female, mm-hmm. it, it was it didn't feel like a female empowerment story 
as is defined and as is like the the thing that's beaten over the head right. because like, it wasn't the, like the like because abused it just wife wasn't. that needs to like go kick ass or whatever yeah or and, like, like you know back. but it was as, more of like a like a a personal take back um, yeah which which I agree it definitely resonated and like I think was such a beautiful commentary on uh relationships as well um when like you could be so doused in like where you're at that you will also laugh at somebody dude's name was Chad. Yeah. Dude's name was Chad. <laughs> and and here's the thing. Towards the end, and here Geekscape has been out a little bit. Go watch it. And towards the end, when they had to make their big action sequence, uh, and the bots start turning on them, and normal <gasps> people start turning into the bots, I wanted to see those bot kids. I wanted to see those bot kids doing a little action. <laughs> I wanted to see those bot kids get their asses kicked. Uh, in all honesty, uh, I read something, and I reposted it about two months ago, that really opened my eyes, and it re- made me really appreciate movies that I had been critical of, like uh, Force Awakens, although that has structure problems and Captain Marvel has structure problems. And those are kind of where my angle on like my issues with those movies are structurally. But the male characters have this Joseph Campbell hero's journey where you yeah. do this thing. Female characters, I think we've been comparing to that Joseph Campbell male arc. Mm-hmm. But this person who wrote this said that's that whole hero's journey thing isn't what a lot of these films are for the female characters. And I'm the minority in this conversation as a male, but they say those stories are about already being a badass, not becoming a badass, like, which is the male thing. I got to become a badass. I have to, I need the Rocky montage. The female story arc is I don't need the Rocky montage on page one. I'm a badass, which you see at the beginning of force awakens. Mm -hmm. You see at the beginning of Captain Marvel. And you see at the beginning of matrix as a rush. It starts with Trinity, right? You're right. I want to see the acknowledgement from everyone else that I'm uh, in myself that I am a badass. I want the yeah. acknowledgement have, that I'm a badass. I want to come into my power that I've already had, but I want to come into my power. And that's have that conversation. Have y'all where, yeah, seen left. the Ricardos? I want to see that being I the Ricardos. Seen yeah. That. I, I highly it. recommend it, especially talking about these themes uh, because it is okay. uh, within her own power. But it's very fascinating because you're in this certain timeline where certain things are happening. And it's something that Lucille Ball has often said that like she wouldn't be able to do many things that she was able to do because she had Desi with her. And Desi mm-hmm. was kind of like the one that allowed her to make all the decisions that she really wanted to happen kind of come to fruition but she kind of had to work that you'll see a lot of these themes in the movie because she mm-hmm. is revered already and she is you know just as powerful and just as hilarious and and i'm sorry but nicole kidman's uh, impression is it's, uh, really it's, in, it's, it's insane baller. i i heard her for the first time i was like oh because like, i didn't hear i hadn't watched a trailer or anything but if you just watch the trailer it's amazing how she gets the rasp of her voice um it's kind of unreal uh i I was really skeptical about nicole kidman in that role but she blows it out of the water um javier bardem playing desi arnaz is amazing because the physical representation of them is not close like they they look like the people they're inhabiting i mean they're they're doing lucille ball like towards the end like not the like end end of the show but like towards the middle like she's at the height of fame when all this stuff is happening um, right. and it's really cool the way that they do it and it doesn't beat you over the head, but it's also very much in its time and how she works through all the stress of what's going on. It, it's kind of fascinating. Um, yeah. And it is exactly what you were just talking about of like, let's see a female currently in their power and how they're dealing with these different types of struggles. 
Yeah, I the 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 journey is to be seen. Yeah, and yeah. I think that it, when and I read it, that, I was blown away. Acknowledged. Yeah, acknowledged. Yeah. I was like, I, I was think like, acknowledged. Oh, Jonathan, you sexist piece different. of trash. Um, like <laughs> ah, you, another you know. podcast. No, Jonathan, like invite. Oh, Matt just yeah. invite, that's the, the podcast. Feminist, the feminist movie. Matt club just podcast. Matt just greenlit. Actually, we already have that club. one, but uh. <laughs> we have the Fem Regard Geekscape. It's about female filmmaking. If you'd like to subscribe to that, we have so many shows on the podcast network. We have about eighteen shows. Damn, um, which Fem Regard so should have Kate on if ever. Yeah, uh, thank you. Heidi, Heidi's re- recording her appearance on Fem Regard on Wednesday, oh, so I'm looking forward. Yay! To hearing that uh we have a lot of cool stuff going on in the network we're running i you know i don't think we're going to get to cobra kai season four i haven't finished it oh, I've only watched thank the first god because i haven't watched it dude i just like that terry <laughs> silver is back i have to mute myself karate kid, th- karate kid three <laughs> karate kid three always gets like the show yeah. on the stake and i'm like no that one's hilarious with sasha mitchell that's mm-hmm. a funny episode or that's a funny uh one i'm looking forward to, to getting more into cobra kai season th- Four, but I'm I'm kind of trying to get myself through some yeah. Witcher so I can hang out with Kate and Katie and, and talk like I know what I'm talking and about. And we can actually talk about what happens in episode eight that freaking like I was like, do it. Just do it. Just make my life come true. Just make my dreams come true. Hold me till the pain goes away and yeah. make it happen. And it did. And I was so happy. Let's talk a little bit to wrap up if we have any geek nearest resolutions, but I'm going to start by saying a few from the Geekscape. I put it out on the Facebook uh, group, Geekscape Forever. Geekscape is fearless listening to this join the geekscape forever group we'll solicit more questions to y'all on there donald bush says my resolution was to facebook less i'm obviously failing jim pelgrinelli says i suppose i suppose i'm resolving to do anything uh if i'm doing anything it's to work on myself and make meaningful changes in my life and figure out what i really want and how to get it i love jim pelgrinelli we went to grad school together and he had a rough 2021 so geekscape is throw out some positive thoughts to jim he's been a good friend for uh, two decades now uh he's the first person i met at columbia i walked in and was like oh, wow. i just got in uh what should i do and this is while i was still an undergrad i took the train up to new york and he goes do you have student housing i said no he goes you're probably do screwed that. go go over there right now <laughs> i was like okay uh he's super stoked for halloween ends and i know everybody at uh, horror movie night is as well uh jim's got some theories about michael myers having specific superpowers and he wants to see if it sticks the landing on that um Dan Gilbert, who I have known even longer because we went to school together in Austin, said, I got back to investing in stocks again today. And without question, I'm pumped to see how Star Trek Discovery ends this season. Best captain since Picard, in my opinion. That's awesome. Yeah, I was Um, good. Matt Um, Kelly says, I'm saying I want to set aside at least one day a week where I do fun stuff as opposed to working from morning to night, seven days a week. Uh, Stop adding podcasts. Uh, Just kidding, Matt. I love you. Add more. Uh, yes, just going yeah. on the Star Trek. <laughs> if anyone hasn't, please check out Lower Decks. God, that show! I is good. love that show. It's probably so one of my. Good. It's probably the best Star Trek related content that's yeah. come out in the past few years. Yeah, that's uh, a I'm, huge I'm excited to watch. Yeah, no, I I'm and I've heard it. I've heard that from other fans. But yeah. It's it's so, so good. good. It's it, so funny. It's hilarious. It's everything. It's honestly and, everything I think Orville wanted to be, and Orville was great. I really I agree. I agree with you. Okay. I didn't like actually like understand that that's what I was liking about it, but like Got I it. agree with you. It, it's next gen, but it's funny. It's funny, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like it's like big mouth, but in space. Like yeah. that's how I, like it's like that type of like humor level, like smart but mm-hmm. also stupid. Yep. 
Very. Oh, oh well, I, I've been described as such, so maybe I'll enjoy it. You, no. I think you will. Honestly, I think you Linda, will think honestly enjoy it. it. Uh, Derek Crandevelt, who we love so much. I just listened to his new episode of, Geek, of Xbox Game Passengers today. He released it. Um, and uh, he's also the host of the Geekscape Games podcast. He said, I want to read more comics. I haven't in ages, so I resubbed to Marvel Unlimited, and I'm, uh, I am got a trade paperback of uh, Something is Killing the Children, which I hear is cool, and you horror fans will probably love Something is Killing the Children. He also paid off most of his consumer debt over the past 18 months. Quit buying Mondo posters. Another six months should do it, unless they release more Mondo posters. Um <laughs> If you're looking for comic books, Jeff Lemire just released, you know, Jeff Lemire, because he wrote Sweet Tooth, which got turned into a Netflix series, which yeah. I'm so glad it's getting a second season. Uh, he put together oh, a five is? issue series. Yes, it's getting a second season. That's so great. Yeah. Unlike uh, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> unlike Cowboy Bebop. He wrote and uh, he wrote. We don't talk about that. I'm not over it. And <laughs> drew a couple comics that I picked up over the break. He did a, I don't buy a lot of DC, but he did a Swamp Thing uh, black label. That's like ah. it looks magazine sized, and it the artwork is by Doug Mankey, who started out with a mask, did JLA. He's a great artist. This book is awesome. If you're into like horror stuff, it's really good, and it's Swamp Thing. So I thought that was great. And then Jeff Lemire wrote and drew a comic called The Maze Book, which I think is so beautiful. If you're a fan of his Essex County or the Underwater Welder, which got a shout out. In Invincible, which I thought was so cool when he described Water Water Welder and Invincible, the cartoon series, I jumped off my couch and I was excitedly pointing at the screen. Um, <laughs> the maze book is about a guy, and you have to read it. And the panels kind of work like a maze, like you follow the panels. There's cool. openings in each panel that lead to the next one you should read. Oh, cool. Sometimes you're turning the book because the art cool. turns. That's awesome. And it's about a father who's lost his daughter, but he starts dreaming about her. She she dies. She dies of cancer. You know that very early. But she always used to do mazes. And the whole comic is black and white except for the color red, which is the color of a thread of her sweater. And as you follow the thread through the comic, you start to follow the story. And he, and he sees the thread and he starts to see it around the city. And he starts to realize that the city is the maze and he needs to find his daughter. And it's a movie. You know, it's about grief. And I loved it. And um it's powerful if you wait for it to come out as trade i think you'll enjoy it it's only five issues you should be able to find all five here but it's called the maze book i'm and actually gonna th- check that out I'm- the maze book really is cool. beautiful yeah. and it kind of reminds me of like the, my favorite movie of 2021 which you'd think is spider-man far from home and that was very close spider-man far from home is very close to my favorite movie of 2021 mm. but it was actually pig with nicholas cage which is not Mandy. I liked it's that not too. psycho it is a movie about a man who's grieving and I thought it was amazing in its simplicity and the way that it gave you distance to find yourself in the movie and think about the themes in the movie. And I loved it so Mm -hmm. much. Very excited about seeing more from that filmmaker and Nicolas Cage, who is like in the, he's doing his own Renaissance. He's got that movie, that self-referential movie with Pedro Pascal coming out soon. You see the trailer to that? Crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like 700 projects. Love it. Don't (laughs) argue. Yeah. Don't argue with Cage. Oh, we we are blown up here on the comments. Uh, uh, our good friend Shane in Alaska, who's buried under eighteen feet of snow, uh, <laughs> says the New York New Year's resolution: watch more movies. I'm an awful film geek, buddy. We love you. Please don't pirate them. Please don't. We Please don't. oh, <laughs> Katie and I. Well, I want to do a dramatic reading. I want to do a dramatic reading of the thread where Shane told us to sign the Save Cowboy Bebop petition. And then a few lines later admitted that he had pirated it. 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, that was that was heartbreaking, and it was one of those that like I I was like going back through and reading. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Katie, can we find that thread again and just uh, put, it, put it put it in final draft? And we're gonna get some actors <laughs> together, and we're gonna do oh, a I dramatic reading. We're gonna do a dramatic reading of because it got it the, got like he was very gung ho about this, and he's I like, was you need like, to sign okay, this petition great, to yeah. sit Cowboy Bebop, it. and then we then you signed it. Yeah. Oh, I, I laughed hard, and it, I knew he'd pirated it. I knew he didn't pay didn't one know. iota for that Cowboy Bebop. I know my Shane O'Hare. He's I've known him for fifteen years. OG <laughs> Geekscapist, and I was like, this guy wanting us to sign a petition to a show he pirated you. Don't get mm. how this works. Uh, we got we got to do the dramatic reading of that. Cato uh, acted it. You'll play Shane. Perfect. Uh, right. Christopher <laughs> Robinson. He says, "I want to paint more minis." Oh, we got ourselves a table topper. Yeah. Uh, uh, Daniel Campazano says, "I'll always remember going to see Red Cliff with you and Jim Pellegrinelli in New York." That's a great memory seeing John Woo's Red Cliff with you mm. and Scott Klopfenstein, who played our nice. live show. Amazing. Another resolution. Oh, Shane O'Hare wants to meet Big Yanks in person. Oh, he's he's a lovable creature. Uh, he says he's impressive in real life, too. Now y'all are just talking in the chat. Feel free to jump in the chat and talk to Shane and, and, way, and Big and Yanks. Also, post your, Christopher Robinson, post your photos of your minis as you, as yeah. you paint them this year. Because like, I'd be so That's down great. to see that. I think it's, I think it's the coolest thing. Go um, to the Geekscape Forever group that you're already a member of, Chris, and... and, and share that uh derek carnival is going to check out may's book uh jake <laughs> shane says play more baseball games this year derek he listen they played they, he played an mlb game for Xbox game passengers and he was none too impressed that was a hilarious episode <laughs> uh let's see what else we got um oh yeah jake uh I keep calling you jake uh shane too late starts yelling shut up shut up he doesn't want us to make fun of him uh, for pirating a, a show that he later wanted to save. Uh, and um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Camposano, Big Yank says, does Shane watch TV like North Korean refugees off of smuggled USB sticks? <laughs> likely. More than likely. I think you're going to end up on. caned. You're going to end up caned. Uh, all right. This is getting pretty in the Personal. weeds on Geekscapists. Uh, all the Geekscapists are coming out of the woodwork to talk shit on each other. Uh, but let's let's Happy 2022, hate. everybody. Yeah, 2022 and there's, you. There's some positivity. Jim Parker says, oh, thanks, Yanks. That was a good time going to see Red Aww. Cliff with you. And then Chris Robinson says, you wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I remember those ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, your Geek New Year's resolution, Kate? Before we wrap up, um, I well, I started getting into the podcast world uh, last year, and so I'm really grateful to be on Geekscape. This was a pretty, this is a pretty big deal for me. So I think 2022 is mm-hmm. over. No, just kidding. Um, but three days in, it's yeah, done, done, did it, owned it. Um, but I want to start making some of my own content as well. So I think that's the goal for 2022. Um, whether it's geeks, uh, I, I'm building a world of my own um but i'm also a screenwriter and a director so i'm trying to make some of my own content this year so that is a huge goal um and then something that i've always wanted to play in which i haven't done because i'm like i don't know if i can do the much i don't know if i have the skill set is i always want to do cosplay so i've got two cosplays that i'm planning this year do you know we'll come to the geekscape booth at comic-con and show it off yeah so what are you you thinking what are you thinking 
I've uh, planned a Femme Sashomaru from Inuyasha that oh I want to do. Tell Josh Jackson about that. Josh Jackson, who co-hosts Games. <laughs> and I really want to do like the long, like long green nails, so it's like Poison Claw. But it's every like... single one of Josh's online, <laughs> like uh, you know how you're Cornellable on, yeah, yeah, yeah. like here Cornellable on on social media. Yeah, he is Inu Joshua on social media. That's like, cute. He is the biggest. That's fan cool. of that franchise. Yeah, I want I want to do a Femme Sashomaru, which is Inuyasha's older brother, who's the full demon. Um, and I have a cool like little, little couture idea in my head. And then, of course, I want to do a Witcher cosplay. So it's either going to be I was wondering Siri, uh, her outfit from Wild Hunt, uh, or a Femme Geralt in some way. Ooh, oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be big awesome fan now. of Femme Geralt. <laughs> yeah, uh, get it. Shane also says, I think Katie. I think Katie would be the perfect Shane in the dramatic reenactment. <laughs> so, Katie, you got Shane's endorsement to play him in the Geekscape Chats dramatic reading. Uh, I just won't uh, show up for three hours. No, you're in it. You're you're playing Katie. Yeah. Oh wait, you're right. Katie just Katie just read the text, and we could see that Katie was reading the text, and she's just like, "What the fuck?" As we just buried Shane. Uh, what about you, Katie? Geek New Year's resolutions. Um, I think very similar to you, Kate. Uh, I want to create more content. Um, I really want to do that was one of my main goals, especially with the live show is creating some more like fun geeking sketches and stuff. Um, you know, not always uh, super action man's junk in the face, but you know, something work with what you got. Work with yeah, what you got. You got to work with got. it. You yeah, know, I, exactly. I paint with a very wide brush. So in that case, I really want to do a reenactment of Vader cutting off Luke's dick and it going into the sand. And then have if Christopher Robinson the could make Death that Star. prop for us, yes, paint please. the mini. That would be Luke. really helpful to it's make this. Ha- I think this should be a full Geepscape Forever <laughs> endeavor. I really want Jim, to Jim Pellegrinelli, what have you done? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so so um, yeah. And then live and then performances. Live performances. Um, I'll, sketches and and you know filming. Um, definitely just ready. Some skits. <laughs> no, goddamn skits. And Chris hell. Robinson says, "I love dicks." That's so right, buddy. Are, yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> We're in the money now. <laughs> Well, Geekscape, we have some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, like I said, we've already circled the weekend for the next live show. I think it would be around WonderCon, which I think is in March and April. Yeah. I just know that the venues we're talking about, and I it's just not on the top of my head, but we've looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, we would do something, probably a Geekscape live show again in conjunction with WonderCon. We also have a new short film coming out this year. El Ray is a Geekscape production, and we've wrapped that up. I have it colored. It's being colored now. Nice. And uh, that is, I've already submitted it to, I think, 35 festivals. So we'll see. When it gets into two, you'll know how many it didn't get into. And then then we're working on a feature film to shoot that some of y'all know about and some of y'all don't. But hopefully we get to shoot that film this year. I'd really love to. It'd be fun. Uh, but regardless, we shoot the film or don't shoot the film, you're going to be getting more Geekscape pretty much every week for the next year Into and it. then beyond. And uh, some will feature Kate. Most will feature Katie. And I hope all of them feature you listening and enjoying the chat room or being a part of it uh, downloaded later on the uh, podcast or watching here on Geekscape uh, TV on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook or on the, the Twitter, which now shows it sometimes. 
Uh, Jim Puganelli, you're just not going to let this go. He says, okay, here's from the Urban Dictionary. To knock <laughs> his or their dick in the dirt indicates a humiliating or violent setback has been suffered often in sports. Well, that's why we don't get the reference. It's a sports one. So thank you, Jim, for being our resident jock today. We love you. <laughs> this is Mirror Universe, Jim, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, anything, where do we follow you, Kate? Uh, at Cornellable. So okay. it's right there. Um, and I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. And uh, some of the content that I started last year and need to re recontinue. Recontinue, continue. I don't yeah, know words. Whatever. Pick back up. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I tried to, uh, yeah, requel, uh, resurrect, Ooh. if you will. Cornell um, Resurrections. Yeah, Cornell mm-hmm. Resurrections. I used to do uh, one minute breakdowns of of film and TV. So nice. It's really, it's actually, I highly recommend it if anyone's in the creative field, even if you don't post them. Getting your ideas down to one minute is a really good practice in like getting your ideas to sync. Cause we as geeks have oh, obviously is. spent 90 minutes talking about a bunch yeah. of stuff. So it's like trying to get yourself concise is actually a really cool exercise and a really cool practice. P.S. Uh, if you Why haven't already, you should on TikTok follow goofy straw hat. Um, he's really great. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Just similar stuff, but cool. Awesome. Okay. Kitty is at L Sassy Pants. I'm at L Sassy Pants. Um, you can find me on, on TikTok. With a Z on TikTok. I haven't posted so much uh, on TikTok since the great incident of yesteryear. Um, was that 20? No, that was 2020. So it all blends together. Yeah, time, it all blends together. human construct. Don't worry about it's, it. It's a flat circle. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, uh, I post content uh, regularly more on Instagram and Twitter. And um, I follow a bunch of people on TikTok. So uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. Um, and I love jokes. Okay. Huh. <laughs> well geekscape is you can follow me at jonathan lennon on twitter uh at geekscape.net on instagram but just really just search for geekscape you'll find us on the instagram you'll find matt kelly on tiktok probably you'll find us on facebook if you join our group or our page and share photos like share about your life that's kind of what we it's kind of what we built and is by design and i want i, I said it from the beginning uh i don't know how many of y'all have heard this but when i started geekscape back in 2006 i quote unquote wanted to create something that survived me walking off the wrong curb in front of a bus. And the only way we can do that is by creating a community for y'all to create things and share of your own lives. So if you're creative, come be creative with us. If you're just a fan, come be a fan of our stuff, like sharing the enthusiasm. And I welcome both these guests right here. Well, one's my co-host, Katie. Uh, I welcome both of y'all to any creative pursuits you have. If we can help you with them here on Geekscape, either by, uh, helping you with the crowdfunding or helping you with the production and all that stuff. We've been doing that stuff for 15 years and that's kind of what we want to do is create a little place where creative people and geeks can be creative geeks together. Um, so there's that. All right, Geekscapists, if you're listening to this, I love you. Don't hate. Create. Unless you're making fun of Shane who said it best right here on YouTube. <laughs> Geekscape forever. I love you all uh, and over and out. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.